0: Hi, this is Haley Chura. You usually hear me every Thursday co-hosting the Iron Women podcast with Alyssa Gadesky. Current times are anything but usual and I have a lot of questions. So I created Iron Women podcast mini episodes. I ask women who are endurance athletes and experts in their fields to help me and hopefully help you too by answering a few questions in 15 minutes or less. Thanks for listening. everyone this is haley and today i'm delighted to bring you a conversation with dr jane hunt jane is an assistant professor at bond university and the author of multisport dreaming the foundation of triathlon in australia she also moderated the panel on the history of women in triathlon at the 2018 outspoken women in triathlon summit last month she launched her latest research project the women in triathlon history project or with which seeks to analyze women's participation in triathlon on a very broad level. A big part of the WITH project requires your help. Yes, you listening right now. If you are a woman or you know a woman, Jane is trying to cast the widest net possible to find out why women do or don't participate in triathlon. She's created a questionnaire that can be filled out or submitted online, but if questionnaires aren't your thing, she will find a way to talk to you and learn your story. Jane believes that there is value in every story, and today she tells me why she wants to hear yours. As always, thank you to the Iron Woman Podcast sponsors, Zelio Skincare, Noon Hydration, Orca Sportswear, Form Swim Goggles, Gooder Sunglasses, as well as our Live Feisty Patreon community. You can find all website links and discount codes in our show notes or at ironwomenpodcast.com. One quick housekeeping item. This will be the last time you hear me on a mini episode for at least a few weeks. Vanessa Forster, who has been both a guest and a guest host on previous episodes, is taking over. I encourage you to all continue to tune in every Monday to hear Vanessa's perspective. And of course, I will still be around for the longer Iron Women podcast show with Alyssa Gadesky every Thursday. Now, please enjoy my conversation about the Women in Triathlon History Project. With Dr. Jane Hunt. Hi, Dr. Jane Hunt. Welcome to the Iron Women podcast. Thank you.
1: It's a pleasure to be on here and thank you so much for asking me to come on and have a chat.
0: And some of our listeners might have heard you speak at the first outspoken Women in Triathlon Summit, but for those who weren't in Arizona in 2018 or anyone who needs a refresher, can you briefly tell us who you are and a little bit about your background in endurance sports?
1: okay well um yeah i'm dr jane hunt i am a Cultural historian and a sport historian, but I, I, my focus on sport comes from my own passion and my own interests. I'm a very average triathlete. Um, I, I'm more of a tri triathlete, but I still enjoy the 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 progress of the 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 sport and training to to get through the endurance length length triathlons and so forth. Um, I have to say, probably most of my high points in terms of my endurance activities are in trail running. Uh, ultra trail running and things like that. But I like to occasionally get on the bike and back in the pool and, and mix it up a little bit. Uh, and uh, and I do enjoy just occasion, the occasional hit out uh, that combines all three together. I'm a, I'm a wannabe triathlete more than I am a real triathlete, I think.
0: Oh, I think you're a real triathlete. I do love the idea of a tri-triathlete. I think I'd put myself in that category as well. And you mentioned some of your, your research work. So before we talk about your current project, I'm curious about your perspective on the current status of gender equity in triathlon.
1: Well, uh, it's not bad. I do think there are challenges and vulnerabilities. Uh, And uh, I think that there is a tendency to focus too much on established formulas and ideas uh, as signs of equity. Um, You know, the push, for, for example, for equal participation um, that's that's nice and that's good and, and it's a sign but how can you really change the sign unless you really understand what's going on behind the scenes uh, you know and, and in the background and occasionally we see signs that there is a, uh, there are inequities for example the whole um, uh, campaign for 50 women on the start line at Kona you know came um, popped up five years ago is a great example of how we think things are going okay, but really there are all these, you know, sort of uh, background, structural or cultural um, factors that impede uh, full gender equity. And really what I'm interested in finding out about is uh, what's operating in the background that prevents us from getting to that point. Despite all the the, the campaigns for equal participation, uh, there is equal or 100% participation in in, in all women triathlons, uh, for example. Uh, There are more women on boards and so forth. But there's still, we've had four decades or three and a half to four decades of pushing for equality in participation. And we still have many gaps. So to me, that's a sign that there's something that we're missing. And that's what I want to find out about.
0: And so last month, you launched the Women in on History Project or WITH. Can you tell yeah. me about this specific
1: project? My thinking for this project is pretty well what I just got to, which is we need to approach our information gathering and our underst- uh, the development of our understanding of women in triathlon in a different way. Instead of approaching it from what we know or the try to trude approaches of we need parity in participation and parity in pay, which are all you know key signs. We need to structure our information through the contribution of the narratives of women who are participating in triathlon. When we tell our stories, we don't just simply verbalize and say, I did this and I did that. What we're really saying, this is what's important to me, and this is what's important to me, and this is what's important to me. So this project is all about asking Women in triathlon, what's important to them? What's their story? I'm not going to sit there and say, you have to tell me this and you have to tell me that. I just want to tell me what's important to you about your triathlon experience. Uh, And through that methodology, I learn not uh, about whether there are equal numbers of women in this place or this place or this place, what I learn about is what is important to women. And then we can analyze that and we can bring that out. And that will help to inform how we strategize to, to reach gender equity in sport. And the process of getting
0: these stories, getting these narratives, a big part of this project involves a questionnaire. So who do you want to fill out this questionnaire?
1: Anyone. I've already encountered a lot of people who go, I've got nothing interesting to tell. But everyone's story is interesting. Everyone tells me what's important to them about their story. And that's the point. All of our so many stories get left out of history because we're told that it's not important. If you look at the records in archives uh, about women in sport, the only women you find are women who are victims because they've been blocked, because there are obstacles and so they're shown as marginal. Or you have your little sidebar newspaper column that says, oh, yeah, in women's sport, this happened and this happened and this happened. All of these sorts of messages tell us that our stories are not important. My message is that everyone's story is important. And so even if you are, you, you've you done one, um, uh, all women triathlon, and you're in the last 5% of the field. That's an important story to hear. I want to hear that story. I want to hear how you, you you must have the courage to get there and what the obstacles were and what the opportunities are and how you felt about it, and whether you would do another one again and uh, why or why not. Uh, these things are important. So my message is, please, everyone and anyone, get in there and tell me your story.
0: So you're saying even women who might like you gave yourself your introduction, oh, I'm mostly a trail runner, but I've done a a local triathlon, they can still fill out this questionnaire.
1: Absolutely. Because I mean, if we're asking questions about why are there not more women participating in triathlon, then that one person who who's even stood on the sideline and watched sons, daughters, wives, husbands uh, participating in triathlon and gone, oh no, I couldn't do a triathlon. I want to hear, I want to hear that story. Why do you say that? Why do you say that you can't do that? That, that tells me a lot about uh, how you see yourself, how you see triathlon um, and what those barriers are, whether they're cultural, whether they're individual, whether they're personal, whether they're economic, whether they're, you know, all those sorts of barriers. I learn from what you tell me. So really, yes. So even people who
0: have not done a triathlon can, their information is valuable. <laughs> How long do you estimate the questionnaire taking? And if someone does it online, do they have to complete it in one
1: sitting? Okay, the questionnaire, it really comes down to you. The questionnaire could take an awful long time if you have a lot to say. Um, There are various ways you can do the questionnaire. You can do it online, but you can also just simply download. There's a a downloadable uh, document in both Word, Word format and PDF. You can download it and then write your own response in a Word document and upload it when you're ready. You don't have to answer the questions until you upload that document for people who are time poor and want to spend some time coming back backwards and forwards. That might be a good way to do it. Uh, So you don't have to go, Oh, where am I going to find time to do this? If you only have time to put in a little bit and it it doesn't have to be coherent paragraphs or anything, you you know, just one sentence here and one sentence there again, that's better than nothing. So really uh, tailor your responses to the time you have, the means you have, and what you want to say. I, I want to put as few parameters, few barriers to response uh, to this questionnaire as possible because I want as many people as possible to tell me about their story.
0: And so I haven't finished the questionnaire, but I've reviewed it and it includes some pretty easy questions like when did you first become aware of triathlon as a sport and some potentially more difficult questions about sponsorship, career lowlights, and even specific rivals. So are the participants answers anonymous
1: the default position is and this is in the terms and conditions and in various explanations on the website the default position is that the questionnaire responses will be made public and identities will be revealed however one of the questions in the questionnaire it actually asks if you would like to place restrictions on um, use of the questionnaire. And in that you can say, hey, I don't mind my identity being revealed for these questions, but I really don't want my identity being revealed for this. And as we moderate and process the, uh, the questionnaire and write, um, prepare the transcript to, to be uploaded, then we go, okay, only these things are included in the public space and we treat the other parts uh, that um, you've requested restriction on differently and keep them confidential or um, make them anonymous. And do you
0: have a timeline for data collection and any idea when you might release the results of the with project?
1: Okay. It's a fairly long timeline. Uh, I'm collecting data really, until the end of 2021. I will release an interim report in August or thereabouts next year, 2021. Um, But I will keep the um, the collection process open until the end of 2021 uh, because I will hopefully end up being able to do some travel and some face-to-face research in places where there are fewer Um, where there's less uh, consistent digital access and so I might be gathering material through face-to-face research as well. So I'll keep that window open until the end of 2021 but I'll have an interim report out in about August 2021. So we
0: want all of our listeners to participate to get you as much data, great data, wide variety of data as possible. How do they do it?
1: Okay, I call it a digital portal. The, the key uh, place to get information about the WITH project, about the questionnaire, is uh, the website for the project, which is with.omeka.net, so W-I-T-H dot O-M-E-K-A dot net. That portal, I have the questionnaire, and as we start to process the questionnaires, I'm also doing online um, uh, video chat interviews, very similar to this, um, If and if people would rather just talk, rather than write. They can also just put in the, the questionnaire, hey, here's my contact details, can we just chat? Um, and I can I can do it as an interview instead. Uh, so I wanted to highlight that. So this portal, this digital portal, will have not only questionnaires but also produce, uh, make public all the, the responses to the questionnaire. So we'll have a growing collection of data which can be used by other researchers as well. I am also interested if people have photos, uh, articles, Uh, any sort of like, you know, race results, things like that, that help to document either their stories or the stories of women they admire or whatever. I'm quite happy and I actually am looking for um, archival material as well. So if people want to take photos uh, and upload them as well, all of those things will, uh, uh, with the right permissions and consent and all that sort of thing, will be made available through the digital portal. So not only can you contribute through it, but you can also see the growing collection and the beginning of analysis. Like I'll do online exhibitions about different different things. I'm um, At the moment, I'm working on an online exhibition about um, evolving women's clothing in the sport. So, you know, you can sort of see cool photos of neon gear and, you know, all these other things, you know, uh, tri-suits with Know, support for the bust and all those sorts of wonderful things <laughs> so uh you can not only contribute to the project but also begin to see the data that comes from the project as well
0: i love the neon so i will definitely be checking that out i'm all for all for neon um thank you so much dr jane hunt i am so excited about this women in on history project i hope to contribute i encourage all of our listeners we will include that omika.net. Uh, link in our show notes so hopefully people will check it out fill out the questionnaire and take part in this cool project so thank you so much thank you
1: so much Hailey. and i look forward to reading your response and everyone else's response as well
0: once again the website to complete or download the with questionnaire is With.Omika.Net. that is w-i-t-h dot o-m-e-k-a dot net, and we'll include the link in our show notes as well As Jane mentioned, she isn't looking for perfection, so fill out the questions you feel are applicable to you and tell your friends to do what they can as well. The more data Jane is able to compile, the better this project will be, and hopefully it will be a great resource toward achieving the gender parity we all want in our sport. I'm Haley Chura, and you've been listening to another Iron Woman podcast mini episode. Thanks for listening. You have been listening to the Iron Women podcast hosted by Haley Chura and Alyssa Gadeski. Iron Women is a production of Live Feisty Media and is edited by Lindsay Glassford. Thank you to our sponsors, Zilio Skincare, Noon Hydration, Orca Sportswear, Gooder Sunglasses, as well as our Live Feisty Patreon community. You can find all website links and discount codes in our show notes or at ironwomenpodcast.com.